Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. It is 10.05. Welcome to Money and Me, the first of a three-part series with an absolute insider. He trades for a living. He teaches for a living as well. Terence Tan, my friend from IG, he is Head of Education and Business Development, joining us live. So over the next three sessions with Terence, we're going to learn how to get started in trading. That's what we're doing today. Terence has promised me he's going to tell me the number one technique to learn and apply today when it comes to beginners. Next week, we're going to learn about building on other trading techniques, strategies that are really easy to pick up and how these strategies can be useful even to professionals. So what is it that the professionals know that we don't? We're going to find out next week. And our final show with Terence is going to cover how you can measure the success of your initial foray into trading. And once you learn to measure your success, sky's the limit. But really, where do you go from there? Useful nuggets of information now from my friend Terence Tan, Head of Education and Business Development at IG Asia. We're going to talk about all things to do with trading and getting started. So it's a beginner's guide, but an essential beginner's guide. Nine Nine seven one seven eight eight nine three. If you have any questions, Terence, welcome to the program. Hi, my name is Terence. I'm from IG Asia, and I'm heading the education arm as well as the business development. And wonderful. I, so you are qualified chartered market technician. Yes, got that uh, certification in two one four. Oh, that's fantastic. And you've accumulated 14 years of experience in this industry. Yes, yes. I think the white hair is showing, I think. Is this your first job? No. I was actually an air traffic controller before I joined the financial industry. So, yeah, I think this is my fourth or fifth. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That's a, that's a big switch. Big switch, Why yes, switch? yes, yes. I would say that if you compare air traffic control, right, versus in the finance and the trading world, I think both industries is quite similar. We call it like a zero error jobs. Like in air traffic control, you cannot make any errors. In finance industry, if you make one big error like a fat finger in trading, right, mm. that could actually potentially cripple the company. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's, um, I would say there's a lot of similarities in these two in- industries. Yes, high stress, yeah. zero margin for error. Yeah. You just made me think I can be a traffic controller as well. <laughs> it's, a, it's a challenging and fun job Yeah, yeah, yeah Or a trader yeah. So you're here to help us all get started with yeah. trading You actually conduct seminars in technical analysis In forex trading, in risk management In trading psychology as well I'm going to pick your brains there, okay? Yes, yes, feel free So let's start What do we first need to know before we get started with trading? Alright, I think um, there is a lot of perception in the markets. It's like uh, trading is a way to get rich quick, right? Yeah. A lot of people look at uh, like different seminars, like pay $3,000, attend this course over three days and you get rich in the next few months. I think that's the very, very first thing that I would like to uh, address is that that doesn't happen, right? So get rich quick schemes uh, doesn't happen. It's really something, it's a really a discipline that one will actually put hard work in and develop skills over the next many years. Yeah. Okay, so stop looking at this YouTube advertisements mm-hmm. that promise you those trading courses for $5,000 and you know, you'll be able to quit your job tomorrow. That's not going to happen. Exactly, exactly. It's like if you, if you think about it, right, the, to prepare for your current job, you have to go through primary, primary schooling, secondary schools, tertiaries, mm-hmm. polytechnics, diplomas, university degrees and everything, right? Just to get you prepared for the job for your life. So you take about 10 years, 14 years. And if you feel that you can actually take about three months to make a career switch into trading, no. 
Okay. That doesn't happen. But you got to start somewhere. And exactly. today is a great place to get started. Yes, exactly. So, trading sounds so risky. Is that true as a professional? Tell us. Yeah, I would say that it's risky if you are not aware of what is actually happening. Now, I will actually use this analogy of a knife, right? So, if you take a sushi knife, right? If you present it to anyone, this knife can be very risky, right? You, you, you can actually literally cut your hand, cut your fingers and everything. Mm. Now, if you put this uh, in the hands of a professional, it can make great tasting food for you, right? So mm. the thing is that if you look at trading, it is risky, yes, if you are not aware of how to use it properly. But now if you put it in the hands of a professional, it can literally change your life. So I would say that risky, yes, but uh, just be aware that it is risky. Treat it with respect and then move on to seeing how to use this tool to enhance your life and your lifestyles and everything. Yeah. Oh, I see. I like that <laughs> analogy. I want to raise you another one. Uh-huh. People sometimes think trading is like poker versus chess. Mm. You know, because in chess, all the possibilities are open and you can see it. And it's about you outthinking your opponent. But in mm. poker, there's so many unknowns that have yet to be revealed. And yet you have to make a decision with your money. Ah, okay. So I, like, be- I like the analogy. Um, I would say that uh, the main difference between poker and chess, right? If you look at chess, chess, you can actually use a machine like the Big Blue, right? To actually calculate the moves in advance so mm. that the machine can actually win you. Absolutely, absolutely. But and they can do that because all the possibilities are open. Exactly. Every, but both people can see it. But would you say that in trading, like, you know, um, like to, in poker, to use right? poker as an mm. analogy, mm. there are a lot of unknowns and you still have to act and you have to act with confidence and you have to put your money where yes. you believe. Exactly. So if you look at poker, right, the main difference between poker and chess is the psychology of it. Mm. So in poker, if let's say if you actually play in real person a scenario, you actually has got to look at the expressions of the people that you are playing with, right? So by reading the faces, you're trying to read the psychology of uh, the players and hence the psychology of what he's thinking and you're trying to anticipate that next move. So that same skill is applied in trading. So you can actually see that there's a lot of poker players that are actually quite good in trading because they can read the psychology of the markets. Now, the bigger challenge is this. In poker, right, if you actually play it in a real-life scenario, you can see the faces of people. But in trading... Now, you cannot see the faces of other traders. So what you have got to do is that you're you trying to gauge the psychology of the market in general without looking at them, but yet you still have other ways to gauge this psychology. And we have to do a whole show on that. How you gauge the psychology and the tells of the market. Exactly, exactly. Right? exactly. Oh, exciting. Okay, yeah. so if our listeners really want to get started, let's give them the nuts and bolts. What are their first steps, Terrence? Okay, so I would say that the, uh, the very first step is, of course, to just to go in and get it started. So if, let's say, if our listeners is totally new or totally a beginner to trading or even in the investments world, then uh, just get a demo account started. If let's say if uh, the listener is actually uh, having a preference of which brokers that they prefer, go with the uh, preferred broker, it's, it's actually fine. If let's say if the listener is actually uh, not uh, sure which broker to use, they can actually come to IG Asia. So we're actually around in the industry for 45 years, Singapore 15 years. So we're actually uh, very, very long in the markets actually. So the main gist is this, open a demo account, and just get started in trading because there's actually going to be a lot of uh, different terminologies that uh, the listeners will need to get familiar with. And then get familiar with this, uh, what we call the price chart or whichever instruments that uh, the listener is keen on. If let's say if he wants to look at the stocks and shares of the Singapore markets, he can do that. 
if you want to look at like Nasdaq or Dow Jones, like Google, you can do that. If you want to do uh, prices of gold or even crude oil, open up the chart of the price of crude oil. So what I'm trying to say is get into um, the, the technicalities of it first. So get it started, get your feet into the water, get your feet wet, and then from there, we can actually move on. Does IG have a demo account? Mm, yes, we have. Okay, so I yeah. would be trading with virtual money. Yes, correct. So that means you're actually trading with, with virtual money. So the thing with uh, trading in, uh, in the virtual uh, money space, space, right, is that if you actually make money, um, you do get excited. But when you lose money in the virtual account, you don't really feel the pain there. So of course, <laughs> that we will, actually, uh, we will be addressing shortly. But what I really want to do is uh, just get your feet wet. In life, right, in a lot of different scenarios, um, opportunities comes just because the person is present there. Yeah, so just be present and magical things will happen. You know, that is so profound. Just turn up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you have no idea how many opportunities open to you by just being there. I love that. Exactly. Terence Tan is Head of Education and Business Development at IG Asia. I emceed a panel discussion and moderated it as well. And Terence was on the panel and I thought, this, this man needs his own series. This is just, he's just a fountain of great information. So That's I'm thrilled honest. that you're here. Thank you. Thank you for that. So what tools can we use, Terence, to help us really get set up for trading success? Mm, all right. So just now, the, we, were, we were talking about this on trying to read the psychology of the markets, right? So as the market as a whole, if let's say if you look at um, like trader A and trader B and everything, right? So different traders have got tra different views of the markets. But the whole cumulative view of the market is presented in the price of whatever that you're trading. So if, let's say if you're trading in a stock A, so when you look at the, the fluctuations of the price, that is the accumulated view of everyone's view of the markets, be it they want to buy, they want to sell and everything. Now, then I want you guys to actually come out with a trend line. All right? How do you actually draw a trend line? Basically, if you look at the markets, if you visually inspect and you see that, ah, okay, I think it's roughly going up. All right. In that case, I want you guys to look at the lows, the lows of the price spikes as it's going up. Connect the lows up. All right. Connect the low ups. Try to connect at least about three different lows. Put them in a straight line. That is your upwards moving trend line as the market is going up. Oh, that's your upwards moving trend line. Mm -hmm. Why do I need to understand that? And All how right. does that help with the tail of the market? Mm, okay. So what happened is this. Um, as the market is, okay, for example, if the market is actually going up for this particular stock A, so now you have drawn this trend line uh, by connecting the lows, right? So what you observe is this trend line is now below the prices of this stock A, right? Yep. So this acts as a support level. Mm. Now, um, once you have done that, right, you will start to see newspaper reports or even the research reports uh, coming out with different reasons to explain why the market is going up. Now, this will also come on with, uh, with one of the sayings that says the trend is your friend, right? Yeah. So now you are seeing that, okay, so I've seen that the market is going up and the trend is your friend. And uh, the common way of trying to trade the market is, okay, so let's just buy along with the markets. Now, what I want you guys to change is uh, don't just blindly go along with that. I'll use this analogy. So, the market is going up. So, there's a lot of uh, um, traders in the markets. Then it's already buying up the markets. Hence why it's actually going up, right? Mm. 
when your friend tells you, hey, I've actually made some money on this stock A and it has been going up, look at it, you should be buying too. Now, that is actually one of the biggest risks because this particular trend where it's actually going up mm-hmm. might be getting exhausted soon. The, the price line going up, you mean? Yes, Not correct. the trend line? Um, both, actually. So, it means both, both the trend line is going up as well as, as, as the prices are, are going up. So, if both are going up, it doesn't mm. mean that you should be buying. Correct. So, I'll use this analogy. Mm. So, now, this is, now you actually come up with a question on your mind thinking like, okay, so if the prices are going up, why shouldn't I be buying, right? Because you're not getting the sale. Exactly. So, the thing is this. Now, if let's say you wake up one morning, look at your WhatsApp chat, one of your friends posted this, uh, this, this great sale, right? Saying that, oh, I've just bought this uh, particular vacuum cleaner, branded vacuum cleaner at half price. It's a gain city sale. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, I just bought it like <laughs> 10 minutes ago and they are limited with only 20 sets. Get down here right now to buy it. So you drive down, 10 minutes later, you reach that place. And when you get there, right? The salesman says, oh, um, we are just sold out because it's only limited to 20 sets. Um, it was just sold out three minutes ago. And you'll be like, oh, okay. So you just missed it, right? And you wouldn't buy. Exactly. So now, as the market is trending up, so you see that your friends are making money. So your friends got the deal. Right. Should you rush in to go and get that same deal? No. All right. So the thing is, after you have drawn the trend line, what I want you guys really is to look for a breakage of that trend line. That means you want to actually look for a reversal of that trend. Mm. So whatever trend that you are actually seeing in the markets, mm-hmm. that is the current trend. All right? So that is already something that your friends has enjoyed, other traders has enjoyed. Um, try not to participate in that unless you have a way to tell that it is still early in that trend. But as, uh, if you're actually starting out in trading, I don't want you guys to get into that trend. Wait for the next trend. That means uh, wait for that particular line that you have drawn in. Once the market starts to break that line, that means to cross that line and starts to go downwards, then you can start to short sell the market actually. And then make uh, potentially profits from that downwards movement. This is among the most brilliant pieces of Advice for beginners that I've ever heard. Terence yeah. Tan, Head of Education and Business Development at IG Asia, joining us. We've just learned what trend lines are, how to draw trend lines, how to look for a breakage, and how all this contributes to us being uh, people who can read the psychology of the market. Just brilliant. Uh, how can traders get acquainted with the stock market? What are some great steps to... Um, for traders to, to get familiar with these trend lines, just keep drawing them? Yeah, pretty much. So it's like, let's say, for example, like uh, using the, the, uh, the analogy of that uh, sale, right? So if let's say, for example, now you're seeing that this particular company is uh, selling uh, vacuum cleaners at half price and you kind of know that you missed that sale. Yeah. But you roughly think to yourself, okay, so there's actually sales going on, right? Is it because of Chinese New Year coming? Is it a post-Christmas sale? Maybe there are other sales done by other retailers why not look at the potentials of other sales alright so so when you actually look at stock A right stock A is going up okay so that that's done why not look at stock B look at stock C which one has not gone up yet but in the same or similar industry that has got the same potential to be going up like the stock A um, when they starts to go up 
then you can participate in the, in the other stocks. So the thing is this, um, it's the same thing as in life, right? If the sale has, has already happened for that retailer, uh, don't go for it. Look for other sales that are coming up because there are definitely other good deals. Yeah, so don't just jump on the bandwagon for the first one. Don't be myopic and just be so obsessed with Apple exactly. stock, for example. Exactly, exactly. So widen the lens and then... Can you give us some examples of uh, some industries when 2020, 10 days in, mm. some, some industries or sectors that are exciting this year? So pretty much uh, whatever that it is, just look at it as uh, some factual things that is actually already happening in the uh, markets. Right now, you can actually take a look at the uh, safe heavens uh, instruments, like gold. for example, like price of gold, mm. price of silver, or, or anything that people go to when there's actually turmoil in the, in the markets. This has been breaking trend lines. Yep. So whatever techniques that you have just learned in the past 10 minutes, right? I want you guys to draw the trend lines for these instruments because very interesting things are happening. And there's going to be a lot of, of opportunities. We have already taken some opportunities uh, over the past 10 days. And I want you guys to try to spot the next opportunity which is coming up. And that can, can be done just by using one technique which is drawing trend lines. That's brilliant. Yeah. And you can practice on the safe haven. Uh, exactly. So you can just use things. a demo account, uh, just gold, practice silver, with, with a virtual maybe. account. Yes, uh, exactly. Gold, silver and then... Others. Gold, silver, oil, everything is good. Mm. So if, let's say, for example, if the listener is uh, more in tune with stocks and shares, try to move out of your comfort zone and take a look at uh, like those gold, silver and crude oil or any other instrument that is actually quite uh, heavily focused right now by the industry, actually. Okay, so I have a question from a listener. There seem to be so many uh, types of uh, products associated with gold. So how would I find the price of gold? Is there just ah. one standard price that I'm looking for? What do I type in to Google for ah, it? Good question, good question. I would say that uh, go with uh, the, the back to the fundamentals itself. So what I'm referring to is actually the spot gold price. Mm. So if let's say if you're using an IG account, you can actually find this under the symbol XAUUSD. Okay. All right. So XAU is the symbol for gold. USD is, is, of course, the US dollars, right? So it's the price of gold versus the US dollars. So take a look at that. The whole world is focusing on the price movements of that just because of this uh, turmoil between US and, uh, and, and, and different uh, countries. Yes. And draw your trend lines, all right? Practice the uh, trend lines. Practice how it, the, the markets can move. As those trend lines are being broken, try to express your view in the, in the markets, be it going up or down. And when you start to get some success in that, what I want you guys to do is to open a small live account. All right? Now, when you actually hear from your friends, a lot of them say that, okay, you should just trade on a demo account for many months, try to see whether you can prove your worth on the demo account, right? Mm. Now, the longer you stay in the demo account environment, the more you get used to it. All right? So when I actually get started in the trading last time, I was being told that I should be trading in a demo account for six months. Now, when you go into the live account after six months, right, what you realize is that uh, you start to get panicky because real money now is involved. But if, let's say, if you don't stay in the demo environment for too long and you go for a small live account, it can be as small as just a, like a $100, $200 account, and then you start to place the same trades in, you realize one thing is that you start to get affected emotionally and psychologically because real money is now involved. However, because the money is small, it doesn't really uh, impact you in your lifestyle. 
So you, it doesn't affect you uh, that much, yet you now see the psychological and the, your emotions coming into play. And I want you guys to actually get started on that. That's fascinating. So, so not only reading the psychology of the market, but get started with a live account. Move out of that demo account. How soon do you think? Um, I would say give it some time, maybe around about um, a few weeks, a, a month. A few weeks, wow, okay. Yeah, a few weeks, a month or stuff like that. Yeah. Because so if you do that, you see your own psychology. Yes, I want you guys to really get uh, get in tune with your own psychology. You can go with that small accounts for the next one year. It doesn't matter. I want you guys to really get in touch and get to know yourself again. Alright, so whatever that you know yourself uh, in work, in life, in personal life and everything, right? But when you go into trading, a different persona might actually come out. We, we actually have the term for that. Wow. It's called a trader's persona actually. Oh, what are some examples of a trader's persona? The yeah, one that for, blows up when it goes down? Mm. <laughs> Share with us. Um, I'll use this example again. Uh, I like to use analogies. So let's say for example, if you have this guy, right? He's usually mild-mannered in work at home and everything, right? But once he gets behind the wheel of a car, he might get very impatient, mm-hmm. right? So you might know of some of your friends who is one such example of that, right? So you can see that his persona changes once he gets behind the wheel, right? And then he might get impatient and horns and everything. Same with trading. So once he gets into trading, you can see that his persona changes. He now needs to get to know himself on that. If let's see if he's the impatient sort, he might need to get in and out of the markets within the same day. So we call that the intraday trader. All right? But if let's say if he's of the more patient type, then he can actually go on and hold on a position for a few days, a few weeks. We call that a position trader. And if let's say if he's someone that doesn't like to manage his trades uh, too frequently, he just want to get in a few times a year, then we call him an investor actually. So I love the idea of starting small, um, but getting into it, getting your feet wet. It's like, you know, learning to drive, but then get behind the wheel as soon as you can. Exactly. Right. Because you want to learn by mm. doing. Exactly. Um, are there some guidelines, do you think, financial guidelines you'd like to give out there to absolute beginners in terms of getting started? Not much of a guideline. Like, I would you know, say. only use money you can afford to, to lose? or Yeah, that's where the, uh, the small account is. I would actually turn that around and say that once you get your success in trading the small accounts, which you will be getting, when you start to scale up, don't scale up too fast. So what I've seen a lot of our, our friends, our, uh, our associates and everything, right? Once you get some small success in the small accounts, they will feel that, okay, now I own the world. <laughs> and they will start to picture themselves uh, going for Caribbean cruises over the next half a year and stuff like that. If I can make, if I can double my money over the next one month with a two hundred dollars account, I can also double my money using a large account. But the psychology of that changes again, right? Because small, small amounts, right? Your emotional um, and your psychological um, emotions doesn't come into play that much when you scale up. Uh, the things changes yet again. So I want you guys to actually scale up slowly instead of going for the big, for the big game straight away. It's the same thing as like when you are doing anything, right? You always want to scale up at your own pace. So what I'm seeing in this industry is that people scale up too fast. I want everyone to slow down. 
Yeah. Oh, that's profound. Who knew that, you know, trading would show you so much of yourself? Exactly. Now this makes sense. I know this trader is very successful and um, he's spending a lot of time every day meditating. I guess he's learned something about his psychology exactly, exactly, that requires exactly. it. Mm. He's doing some Jedi mind tricks, I'm sure, as well. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for joining us. Do you want? Do you have some final words for our listeners uh, before you come back next week and share even more? All right. The uh, final words I would say is uh, whatever that we have uh, that that you have listened today. If you are now behind the wheels of a car, just driving to work or driving for your next appointment, I want you guys in the next four days to open a demo account. If you do not have a trading account, in the next four days and try to draw that trend line in. If Even better, if you can just do it uh, within this uh, weekend itself. Now, why the next four days? is because if you don't do it in the next four days, it's so easy to put things off. If you don't do it now, you will not do it. And in life, it's all about showing up. You just need to show up and magical things will happen. I love that. I just want to add to that. A lot of people procrastinate. And what I tell people is get started even if you're going to do it badly. Just yeah, get exactly. started. Exactly. <laughs> Great joy talking to you. Listen, we've given you some inspiration, some ideas, and Terence has shared with you his number one technique to learn and apply for beginners to get started in trading. He's Terence Tan, Head of Education and Business Development at IG Asia. He'll be back with us next... Next Friday. Next Friday. We look yeah. forward to that. Thank you, Terence. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Michelle. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Before acting on the information on Money FM. Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.